We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Howdy, y'all. It's another riveting Panther Rants podcast with your host, Watt Harris, or Watt Harris, how you pronounce it, I forget how I do it, but so into another Steeler season, and you know what happens, you play New England, you gotta play your A game, that's just how it is, and Steelers just didn't do that, can't play zone either, because you just sit back and you're waiting for Tom Brady to, you know, pick you apart what she did you know defensive defensively your game plan could have been cover the white guys but I don't know but losing Olivia Bell didn't didn't help either although you know D'Angelo Williams didn't do bad you know, for a bit but in the end, it just got the Patriots were just too much, too good of a team, and they're going back to the Super Bowl again. That's why, you know, they're just good. I don't know how they do it, but they're great. And, well, leaving that subject, you know, Pitt football is wrapping up its recruiting. Well, it's got a few weeks till, you know, till over 10 day. Despite no offensive coordinator, Pitt's um, Pitt's still doing a bang up job. I mean, they they're they're landing some really good players. They've got more verbal commitments from Florida kids than they do Pennsylvania kids this year. I think pretty much this year. I think this year, for the most part, they're done. They're done recruiting the state of PA. I mean, they're, they're done recruiting local for the most part. Most of those kids went elsewhere. Whether it was Notre Dame or Penn State, and you're gonna, you know, locally Pitt's gonna take, take Pitt's gonna take recruiting losses like that. It happens and it sucks, but for some reason, kids locally are just enamored with Notre Dame. They've always been. My guess is it's probably the whole Irish Catholic thing. I don't know. But um, that was that, and now we got. Well, we have to go fall back on their options. Of course, if you look at the class, we got a bunch of kids from Florida, kids from New Jersey, kids from Ohio. Pitt's recent uh, commitment, Cam Carter, is the Maryland recruit. Well, he's from the state of Maryland. He was initially a Penn State player, and he he had a falling out there, and he ended up 
go in the JUCO, and now he's a pit. <clears throat> but um, still, it's a good story you know, for him, obviously, to be able to come back and play you know, for P five team. And obviously, you know, Pitts seems to like him. And Pitts, you know, if you look at the class, I mean, we lost Lamont Wade, which sucks. But Pitts pulling some decent recruits at cornerback. Defensive line's looking stout. So, yeah, I was panicking with the uh, lack of offensive coordinator, but um, it, hasn't, it hasn't slowed Pitt down. I mean, and one thing we can say about this is, you know, Penner Doozy obviously isn't panicking. You know, I, th- I think in the end we should just trust the process of what he's doing. And who knows? He might already have the offensive coordinator position filled. He's probably just waiting for, uh, some, you know, either season to end or lever tenth day to pass. So, so those, you know, that maybe maybe those kids are tied to offensive coordinator and. Gets one in the panic if this person doesn't does in fact leave. So, you know, Pitts looking to pick up some more players, and they may just do that here pretty soon. And uh, right now, the class itself I means a top forty class. That's all, I'll leave it at that. I mean, I saw it ranked in the thirties. So, really good class. I mean, sure it's not top twenty-five, but but um, doesn't always matter. Man, I only got five minutes of this. All right, well. Let's tap into some uh, pit basketball for for uh, for a moment. So, you know, Kevin Stallings. One thing I can really um, admire about him is how transparent he is as a coach. And I think, given what has happened, the situations, he pretty much being transparent right now is just the right thing to do because he can't really BS his way out of what's going on. Can't say, uh, you know, can't say, stay calm, all is well. He just can't do it <laughs> because you can't just say, oh, you know, it's things are things are looking up. Yeah, we're getting better. Uh, no, he he was real about it. He said, it seems his players uh, are only bought into the hundred, you know, hundred percent to the to the offensive freedom. And well, uh, gee, you think? They're just running down, clocking, clanking, clanking threes. Some some games they're just running down, just chucking up, th- chucking up three point shots, hoping they go in. Sometimes they do. But other than that, not much else. You know, there's a lot of games they probably could have just they they could have won or at least avoided overtime, and if they would just stop. Trying to clank up shots, you know, drive that, drive that a basket, get a two point jumper, stop shooting threes. Could done all that, but eh, nope. I think the final straw was the NC State game where they just 
they were winning and of course looked good and in the last five minutes they didn't do anything and NC State came back and won so leadership obviously isn't there I mean he he put he hit it on that and we pretty much knew that from the get go and of course if you didn't if you didn't pay attention to what happened in the Duquesne game or at least afterwards you probably already knew there was no leadership and of course that's what happens when you have a, when you have a true point guard a true point guard is like a is like a you know it's like having a catcher on a baseball team. It's like having a goalie in, in, in hockey. He's the guy that talks to the players, tells them what, what he's seen out there. Or calls timeout, gets them all together, and tells them to calm the f down and get their get their act together. And you know, Jamel Harris just doesn't have that part. I mean, we saw what happened after Duquesne. I mean, he apologized for what happened. Well, he somewhat took accountability for what happened, but then he said other players could have stepped up. It's almost as if he was throwing his team under the bus for losing to uh, Duquesne. But here's the thing. For Pitt to win that game, they needed him for for it because they were lost without him. So... When your coach finds out that the day of the game that you can't play because you can't because you can't piss clean, that's on you. That has nothing to do with the players or the coaches. So, when your roster's thin and you're a very critical piece of that of that roster. You can't sit there and say other people should have stepped up in that game. You know, because when, when you have a true point guard, players feed off the point guard. Unfortunately, well, you saw what happened. So what what, what happens here does does Stallings take the reins for a bit? I mean, does he do something? I mean, I don't know if he can, I don't know if there's really anything more he can do. But play some of the younger guys and just piss the season away because they're, from what it looks like physically, they're not going to be in the NCAA tournament unless some miracle happens. And at minimum, they'll be they'll be invited to some blowjob invitational tournament. That's about it. And they may not even get that. So, you play some younger guys, get their feet wet. And he has a pretty, he has a really decent recruit class coming in next year. So, all hope is totally gone, but next year is going to be brutal. Well, we probably won't see a glimpse of much, probably until year three. Year one, I had a lot of high hopes, but I'm just—I just lived in denial for most of it, and it just is what it is now. Just gotta live with it. It sucks, but just watch the games, enjoy them for what they are, and 
hey, if something happens, it happens. Because for the most part, they're doomed. You know, once ACC play started, I think is when the realities just started to kick in. And well, there it was. But I don't know. No more Steelers. Pit hoops still lurking. We still have the pens. 11th, 10th days coming, which should be exciting. And then, of course, we got the spring game coming in April. So, a lot to look forward to. How to pit. Bye.